Welcome back to the Bomb Squad Sports Betting Podcast. Uh, today we will be talking about the Big Ten football futures. Uh, we actually had already done this about yeah. six weeks ago, so the lines have changed a little bit, and uh, some of the ones that we went to place, we did not get them in in time, so now we're betting at worst mm. lines, and it's kind of frustrating, but uh, we're going to put our front foot forward and get over it, and we're going to talk about it here and... Hopefully, you guys like something and you want to ride with us, or who knows, maybe even you want to fade us. Uh, but we're just going to do them in alphabetic order, I believe. Okay. Or whatever order this is on here. I had yeah, alphabetic comments. order. I like yeah. that, though. Dude, so, uh, we're going to get started with Ben's favorite team, the uh, Illinois Fighting Illini. Mm. Uh, go ahead, Ben. Yeah, so if you guys, if you had been able to hear our last podcast... <laughs> Um, you would have known, you've been able to see that speech I had of a like lifetime. one of the best speeches mm-hmm. ever. And I just can't replicate that. So I'm just going to give this to you, you know, the main bullet points here. Illinois won five games uh, last year, and then their win projection this year, the over-under is four and a half. Um, some big wins last year against Nebraska, Minnesota. They beat Penn State in like 69 overtimes. Uh, they lost a lot of super seniors this year, but who cares? Illinois could have lost everybody, and then they would have lost nobody. Uh, so I'm kind of just putting my money here on Brett Bielema, um, the head, head coach. But a lot of people told me that when they hired Brett Bielema that I would not like him because he's boring and arrogant. But honestly, I don't care if they're boring. Uh, if they're winning games, I'm happy. So – this year, uh, I'm going with over here. Uh, I think they have some pretty easy games What's to the start line the at? season. Four and a half. Four and a half. Um, they have a pretty easy first four games. Wyoming, Chattanooga, Indiana, uh, Virginia. I don't know. They got beat by Virginia last year, but Virginia lost quite a bit. So, uh, I think I think they should go over here. Yeah. <clears throat> I actually had the over here, too, in the original and now still. Um, some of the biggest notes I had, though, I felt like – um, last year they didn't give Chase Brown the ball the ball enough, especially with his average, you know, um, and everything he was able to do. He had a thousand five yards on 170 carries that averages out to about 5.9 yards a carry. I feel like if you're getting that many yards per carry, you probably should get in the ball a little bit more. Um, so I'm looking for them to maybe <clears throat> get him the ball more on offense, take their time going down. I feel like a lot of unders hit last year, correct for Illinois. I mean, yeah, we bet them a lot. So. Yeah, they were like the number – they were top five yeah. under teams. So, I mean, I, I don't see that changing at all. So, I guess, you know, more than taking this – they're over games. I'll be looking to bet them week to week. So, on unders. Yeah, just building on these guys. Uh, I was – a couple months ago when we first talked about it, I was kind of on the fence with Illinois. But looking at their schedule, they definitely have a favorable matchups. Uh, I have them winning at least five. They might even get six. What is the what are the odds? I know they four they and a half at even odds. On even Fandle odds, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. So, okay, one yeah, um, take that at one ten. Some other tidbits: they have a new transfer quarterback, Tommy DeVito from Syracuse. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I I would argue addition by subtraction, losing Brandon Peters. Yep, who is somehow on an NFL training camp roster. <laughs> um, but Chase Brown is a stud running back. Uh, he's he was four, yeah. fourth in the Big Ten last year. Um, in rushing yards with over – or fourth Big Ten with over 100 yards per game. Yeah, I was going to say he's probably a top three running back in the conference. Yeah. Uh, and in college, 170 doesn't seem like a lot of touches to me. No, yeah, he splits. I mean, like, jo- like Josh yeah. McCray is a decent back too. I mean, he should be getting a lot more carries. Um, receivers, I'm not seeing anything really noticeable. But yeah, Luke Ford at tight end, he's a solid guy. Mm-hmm. Georgia transfer. Defense, 
It's not that bad. Sidney Brown's a good safety. He'll get drafted this year. Their defense actually, in 2020, they uh, gave up 34.9 points per game. And in 2021, they gave up 21.0 points per game. So that's two touchdowns better that they got under Brett Bielema. Yeah, I'm, so. sh- I'm sure that's probably a top five change in years. No, yeah. Um, um, but Illinois, actually, if you're if you're looking – so we're all we're squad riding over four and a half. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually was looking through the week zero, week one lines. You can get them at plus money versus IU week one right now. I, I recommend anybody going doing that in a unit or two on yep. that. I think they're. I sent it to you guys a couple, couple days ago. It was like yeah, plus one ten or mm-hmm. maybe even higher. I think I went and slapped a unit on it. I right mean, in there if I have to remember right. Make, off that. I think it was DK. Was it? It was Fanduel. Was Fanduel? Actually, okay. just making this a segue into IU because they're next on the alphabetical. No. Um, I'm definitely betting Illinois to beat IU week week one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to Indiana. Uh, their line is set at. So they were originally four and a half when we first did our recording, and now they're at four. I think I speak for all three of us when I say we're all hammering this under. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. We can hit under Absolutely. four plus 100. So if they get four, we'll get our money back. It'll get voided. Um, in my opinion, I just don't really see anything notable on this team. They got a new transfer quarterback, uh, Connor Basilic from Missouri. They still have Jack Tuttle back, but that's not saying anything. Uh, Sean Shivers is a quick scat back. He's a transfer from Ar- Auburn. He's actually a pretty talented dude. But, I mean, so what? They have DJ Matthews, good receiver. They have two good players on their offense. What's yeah. that going to do with the Big Ten? I thought it was interesting. They hired uh, the offensive coordinator from UMass. Uh, he was the <laughs> head coach at UMass. And when he was at UMass last, last year, he went 1-11, and he averaged 16.3 points per game. That's the kind of offense you want to bring to a Big Ten <laughs> yeah. division. Do that smash nice, in yeah. the ground and pound. Sheesh. <laughs> oh, back to that point on uh, Brett Bielema. Boring football is my favorite kind of football. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the best. Run around. Uh, IU does actually have a very solid um, secondary. And they, ha- they do have a lot of returners on defense. And I don't think their defense was that bad last year. So they might be able to keep games kind of close. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cam Jones is a good linebacker. Um, but, yeah, I just I don't see how this team scores points. They did lose their their best defensive player to the NFL. That was like a humongous key in uh, McFadden. Right? Was it McFadden? No, it's Fadden. Micah Fadden. Oh, Micah, yeah, the yeah. linebacker. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I – yeah. Because I feel like he was kind of a leader. He was their, le- he was their yeah. leader at linebacker. But, they, I mean – They can still kind of replenish there, you think, a little bit? Alfred Bryant's a good edge rusher. Kim Jones is a good run and chase guy. Their secondary is very good. I will give them that. I, I guess defensively I didn't look at them as much other than that. But offensively I kind of saw the same thing where I just didn't see a whole lot of talent – Ball movement. Yeah, I mean, if they're not racking Playmakers. up time and staying on yeah. the field, it doesn't just matter how, how good, good your yep. how good your defense is. If you're on the like Tennessee's defense, yep. If you're on the field for forty minutes mm-hmm. a game, you're gonna give up points. Go listen to the SCC episode. We talk about that. <laughs> What's your uh, bold take of the year for Indiana? Do you My, think how many wins do you think they'll actually get? Uh, let me pull up their uh, schedule here. Oops. I'm gonna say two. Yeah, that's. Uh, I would. I wish, two? and we are now that we that are associated. Insane. We said this in the other episode before we were associated with points bet. We said we wanted to see if you know you can send bets to points bet, and then like you can. Make oh, the name of that. Yeah, yeah. We said we wanted to name one that they would win zero Big Ten games, and I think that's okay, a possibility. So our fourth member of the bomb squad, Nick. Oh, he we were talking last this. year before, and IU. Their over under was like eight and a half. Mm-hmm. They were fresh <laughs> off the the good COVID season. With Michael Penix, 
And uh, Nick was like, bold take, they won't win three games. They won't win a conference mm-hmm. game. And I'm looking right here. They went 2-10 and 10 last year and 0-9 and in the conference. Yeah. I don't think they went a big and game. And they year. got worse at quarterback. Yeah. They lost their leader on defense. They lost their best two weapons in uh, – what's that wide receiver's name? He's a real big dude. Oh. Fry, Fry Fogle. Yep. Uh, they lost their tight end, Hendershot, to the NFL. You lost your best three weapons and your leader on defense, mm-hmm. and your line's going to be – they think you're going to be two, three games better. I don't no. see that happening. Yeah. But looking at their schedule here – they open with Illinois at home. I, we just mentioned how we think Illinois is going to win that game. Yep. They should be Idaho at home. Yeah, so one. Western Kentucky is going to be kind of a toss-up, but I'm going to give IU the benefit of the doubt. Okay, two. And say they beat a Conference USA team. Um, at Cincinnati, that's I mean that's going to be a tough game, even with Cincinnati's yep. losses. At Nebraska is probably a loss. Versus Michigan's a loss. Versus Maryland's a loss. At Rutgers is going to be a dogfight. <laughs> Uh, versus Penn State's a loss. At Ohio State's a loss. At Michigan State's a loss. And versus Purdue. So we have two. Right game. We have two wins. Two guaranteed game. wins. Yeah. Probably we'll, we'll 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 say three. We'll be generous. So take the under here. And if they if they win four, like the line is at four, you get your money back if they win four, right? Yeah. Yeah. So and it's it, a push. Actually, I believe on other sites you can still get them at four and a half. Um, but it will probably be juiced to like minus one fifty, minus one sixty. Yeah. And we got to work on the points bet thing. Zero, zero Big Ten games again. What, what, what can we get the odds at? We'll work yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna we're work gonna, our magic with that. our points bet. Rep. Yeah, um, shout out our points bet. Yeah. Rep. Uh, we're gonna try and get a name of bet IU to not win a conference game. game. Yeah. So see if we can get some insane like plus five hundred or something on that. Yeah. That'd be awesome. So uh, we got two squad wi- squad rides on Illinois over and Indiana under. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to Iowa, which. The first time we recorded this, this was a very polarizing team between the three of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Spencer, what do you think <clears> on Iowa? Iowa, to me, I look at them. You know, last year, uh, Petrus was just so bad. He looked lost back there. Um, and they've lost some different weapons. I just don't see them winning very many games. I love the under here. Um, like I said um, in the last episode that we recorded, I felt like last year they had a lot of turnover luck. Um, and I use that term loosely where they would get turnovers and it would be on the other team's half of the field. So they always had a short field. Um, you know, last year, even I guess one of the more, I guess, things that stuck out to me as far as Williams, maybe he averaged 4.7 yards per carry and Sam Laporta at tight end, you know, should be a solid option for them. Great tight end. But I just think even with that, you know, Petrus just has such a hard time getting them the ball. He just, he can't run that offense very well. Um, he's really struggling back there. I honestly look for him maybe not even to start the whole year. They might pull him, I think, halfway through. So I'm definitely taking the under. I mean, last What's time we – What's the line at? I don't even – I didn't – Seven and a half. Seven, seven and, and a half. half. I'm at definitely what? taking the under. Uh, odds? I don't know because I'm taking the over. I like the right, odds I'm on with, the over. Uh, Iowa, over seven and a half is plus 110. Under is minus 130. Yeah. Oof, I don't so like that's minus juice, 130, but, but um, yeah. But I'm not taking the over. Just to build on what Spencer's Never. saying about Spencer Petrus, uh, last year, me, Nick, and Spencer oh, so faded much. him almost every week or whenever they put his props up, which if they did, we bet it. And I don't know. I don't think we lost once. No. I could be wrong. But they would put his over-under touchdowns at like one and a half. And the, the under would be like minus 200, but we would just parlay it with mm-hmm. whatever our favorite money line was and get some good value out of that. Um to put it in perspective how much Spencer hates Spencer Petrus, the other day I made a comment, uh, What will what's more likely to happen, Spencer Petrus over nine and a half touchdowns 
or Notre Dame. Or I said, who, what, will, what will be more? Spencer Petras touchdowns or Notre, Notre Dame, Dame wins? wins. And Spencer took it as an insult because that's how bad Spencer <laughs> Petras is. He's bad. But I think he had nine nine or ten touchdowns last year. I thought when you said that, I thought that was high. Which you, I mean, it's probably right, but just watching him, I thought it was maybe well, six. Well, I mean, nine touchdowns in 12 games isn't good. Or yeah. 13 games is not but good. But he didn't, he didn't even play all the games last year. I don't even I, he, he started pulled, them right? all, but yeah, oh, he did? yeah, came in for him a little bit. But I, yeah. don't, I see him getting pulled a lot this year. But if, if the pros about Iowa, they do have a good one-two uh, combo at running back. Yeah. Solid guys. Iowa has – I think you could argue the last five to six years, their, their O-line has been every bit as good as Wisconsin's yeah. Yeah. and producing talent and, and uh, results. Uh, receivers, nothing to write home about, but they're not terrible either. Sam Laporta, one of the top tight ends in the mm-hmm. country. Yeah. Uh, I don't know much about Luke Lachey, but I, if he's anything like what they've been producing the last 10 years, he's probably yep. a solid backup. Uh, defense is Jack Campbell is an All-American. Uh, Justin Jacobs is a solid linebacker. You know their D-line is going to be ready. Bradley Moss, one of the best cornerbacks in the country. Um, their defense will keep them in games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, what was your pick? Um, let me run through the schedule real quick here. Want to know? Oh, he's really thinking about it. I know what you said last time. Oh, man. I'm I'm pretty sure I took the under the first time. You did, so yeah. But I'm seeing them at seven. But you had some I'm seeing them at seven and five for sure. And that's so first I would glance. be teetering the line. I would lean the under, but I doubt I'm going to bet this. Yeah, it's one I won't same. bet for the sake of picking. I would I would lean the under. under. I'll uh, I'll say the over so that we don't have a squad right here. Their <laughs> offense was so bad last year that like. Even if they lost people, it's like it can't get worse. And they still won ten games. So their lines at seven and a half. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think one of their biggest losses was Tyler Linderbaum, the center. Uh, They were good for 30 yards a game on quarterback sneaks from him. So that's a big loss. Um, But, yeah, they forced 31 turnovers last year. They probably won't do that again this year. But they're returning most of their starters on defense. Uh, I'm going to say the over. But this isn't one that I'm confident enough to say, hey, go hammer this. So I I would say a pro tip. We bet a lot of Iowa games because they're pretty easy to Mm kind of handicap. Um, just listen to our podcast week to week. We're going to give our best yeah. you know, couple bets every week. On I believe Fridays is going to be our day. That yep. We can try yep. to do That's them. what you're saying, yep. Um, but, yeah, Iowa's defense will keep them in every game. So we're going to be betting first quarter unders, first half unders, uh, any under of Petra's player props we can find if they offer them. I'm sure after three weeks of us absolutely stealing from the books, they'll quit offering them. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Iowa, it, like if – we don't think their offense is good, but if you if you're just gonna hammer their under, I don't think that's a good option either because their defense is good enough to win games. What what they were number one in the country last year in turnover yeah, turnover margins. Yeah, so. we said that in the last episode or the last time we recorded, that was yeah. And ever and I think it was like a, such a percent of the turnovers happened on the other team's half of the field. Right. Giving them a short field. So that so that was always I don't nice. know if I would fade them win loss wise, but if they're ever a favorite, you better be taking that dog with the points. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. gonna be a close game. I, last year, Colorado State covered versus them. Yeah, they, and they did. were not good. No, mm-hmm. I remember that was like a scary close one for like people that bet. I, I remember Nick had the first quarter under. And yeah, Colorado State, I think scored ten or something. And yeah, it was very shocking. Um, yeah, so we're kind of a mixed bag. I say overall, we say don't, don't bet, bet Iowa. Yeah. Um, moving on to Maryland. Uh, does anyone want to start? Or? Yeah, I will. This line actually Maryland. did change a little bit at <gasps> first. I did not want to bet it because their line was at uh, over under 
I think it was at six. No, it's the same. It was five and a half last time. But it was when I bet him, or when I when we first did it, over five and a half was plus one ten. Now it's minus one thirty five. Ooh, okay. That sucks. Well, so okay. The way change. the way I see mm. it, uh, this is going to be one of the most fun teams to watch. Yes, sir. So I don't. I kind of just want to bet on him because it's going to be fun to watch. So you've got Tua's brother at quarterback. Um, got. I actually think behind Ohio State that Maryland has uh, the next best wide receiver core in the Big Ten, um, and Rakeem Jarrett and mm-hmm. Dante Demas. Yep, mm-hmm. he's. Uh, both, yeah, both, both were top ten in receiving last year. Deshaun Jones is a good like end around guy too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they have they have all five of their uh, offensive line returning. Um, the this coach, their head coach, in the, his first three seasons, he's won six, six, and six. So not to mention he's an Alabama pupil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So on average, he's going to win six, and it's over five and a half. We like this team. I'm picking the over here. I am on the same boat, and when we recorded it last time, I even wrote in my notes that I said this. I put, why do I love you so much, Maryland? <laughs> Just because last year was so much fun to bet them. I even mentioned, like, even during their bowl game, we hit, like, all player props that we bet, like, three different ones plus Maryland, and they absolutely killed it. So I got a pretty good taste in my mouth of Maryland, I would say, more than anything. But just as something fun to note that I did for research um, – they, I think they will win a game they shouldn't this year, but when they do get beat, they were outscored 281 to 100. So when they get down, they start to freak out, throw the ball over the place, and really get down bad. So from week to week, game to game, uh, really pay attention maybe when they're a dog because I feel like maybe they're not a dog that can cover as much because if they get down, they really try to get after it, and they end up kind of shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah, I think Ben nailed it on the head. This receiving core with Jarrett, Jones, and Demas is amazing. Not to mention they added Florida transfer Jacob Copeland, who, mm-hmm. yeah, honestly, he might be their number two by the end of the year. They, they have a very good core of four. Uh, Talia Tungavaloa, uh, he's electric. He, makes, he does make mistakes, but he's, mm-hmm. like Spencer said, he won us a shitload of money in the bowl game last <laughs> yeah, year. Did. Um, but I will say Maryland was a little tough to bet last year. They lost games they were supposed to win, and they won games they, they weren't were supposed, supposed to. to. So yep. I'm a little on the edge with them as far as trusting them. But if you want exciting, high-scoring games, this mm-hmm. is a team to bet because the offense is electric and the defense is absolute trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm also with these guys over 5.5. I would have rather had it at the plus 110 when we first did it, but I mistakenly mm-hmm. forgot to place it. Um, but I see them starting the year 6-2. and two. Buffalo's a win. Charlotte's a win. SMU's a win. That's uh, three. Uh, they're going to win either Michigan State or Purdue, one of those. They'll beat IU, and they'll beat Northwestern. That's six and two to start the Yes. Year. How many do you have them winning overall in season? I have, I have seven and five. I have, seven, I have the same thing. At seven, I said they, if they win a game, they shouldn't eat. But if you're betting a team's so. over, and let's say they're five and a half, and you think they'll win six, I'd rather have them win the first six than have to win yeah. the yeah. last two to win. Especially when you're looking at that schedule, because beginning of the year, too, you get yeah. like some of the better teams maybe at their worst. So if you have a favorable schedule at the start of the year when your confidence is still up, you don't want to... Yeah. If you have an over on a team that's got their ass beat three weeks in a row, that'll so, demoralize a, a locker yeah. room. Like oh, I, yeah. I was a manager at Ball State in basketball. If you start losing... We started the year 12-0 and 0 my, when I did that. Mm-hmm. We finished the year 13-13. and 13. You start losing, it's contagious. Oh, you yeah. win, it's contagious. Like, yeah. Positive attitudes, negative attitudes, team chemistry, sports. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we got a squad ride on Maryland. And actually, that, that as far as right now, that might be my favorite Big That's, Ten bet. Yeah. I put that was one of my favorites when we did this. Um, moving on to who is next? I'm going to guess Michigan. Michigan. I'll say I think Michigan. Michigan. 
What do you think, Ben? Okay. Uh, last year they won 11 games. Uh, this year their line is at 9.5. Um, let's see. They lost a lot on defense. Um, Hutchinson's gone. Uh, David Ajabo's gone. Um, they lost three defensive backs. So they got a lot of holes to fill. Um, on offense, they're returning most of their guys. Uh, I went – their schedule's just so easy. Like, when I look at their schedule, I just think it's so easy. So I picked over here. Uh, the best line I could find was at was just even odds at minus 110 on FanDuel. On DraftKings, if you want to go over, it's minus 125. So I'd, I'd suggest going to FanDuel here if you're going over. Yeah, I for me this one was really hard. Number one, I'm not a big Michigan fan, so I didn't. But I didn't want to be biased. I think in the for the first time in a long time, this is going to be a defense that struggles, and they they aren't used to dealing with that offensively. So I think their offense is going to have to be on the field a little bit more. But I do think, you know, their wide receiver core is great, and Ronnie Bell, um, Edwards as well is great. They have a really good offense overall. It's just you know, can that quarterback position kind of lead them? Um, and I think who's they had a quarterback battle, I'm pretty sure, at the beginning of the year. Oh, they'll both play. They'll both McNamara play. McNamara and McCarthy will both Yeah, play. I was thinking McCarthy, but I wasn't sure if he was for sure. Okay, so for me, I, I'm i going to take the under just for the sole fact that I don't want to squad ride it. I don't want to squad ride it. Ooh. Because you're going to say over, I mean, I'm guessing. Oh. Are you going to say over? Are you done? I mean, I was. I didn't want it to be a squad ride. That's what I'm saying, under. Well, I'll let you finish first. I mean, I, I had down <laughs> over, and I said over in the last episode. This podcast right, is done. I don't I, think it's a good squad ride. I just don't. So I don't I'm gonna, love I'm gonna, it. I'm going to go against you here. So That's when fine. We did, when we first recorded, Michigan to win 10 plus was plus 110. Now it's minus 110. Um, They're getting Ronnie Bell back. He was electric last year. Yeah, yeah. Hurt. He's great. Um, And they still made the playoff after he was hurt. Roman Wilson, great receiver. They have an amazing freshman class coming in. Cornelius Johnson, great receiver. Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards are an amazing one-two running back combo. I don't believe in the quarterbacks, McNamara and McCarthy. Same. They're adequate, but I don't think they're as good as people hype them up. To mm-hmm. be. Like, I've been seeing some other people lately kind of – like I think it was Barstool. They, they did their quarterback rankings, and I, I had done mine too to see if we were different at all or whatever. And they had McNamara as, like, their fourth-best quarterback in the Big Ten. Like, that's just not true. Um, yeah, uh, they did lose a lot on defense. You, they did. You forgot to mention the Bengals' first-round pick, safety. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. He was probably, I would argue, their leader on defense. He was making stuff go. Lost their defensive coordinator, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the defense is, is definitely – ooh, Chris Jenkins, Jr. on the team. Uh, loved watching him on the Panthers. But – um. The defense isn't going to be as good as last year, which was kind of their strong point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But either way, I, I still don't see how they don't win 10 games. Yeah, Even look at their schedule. They're going to lose to – let's say they lose to Ohio State. Who else they beats will. them? Michigan State yeah. maybe in a rivalry game, but I still I think I'd be betting on Michigan. The last two years, Michigan State's won that game, right? They beat them last year. They played Did Colorado they? State. But Michigan State has been known to upset them when Michigan's a big yes. player. Oh, yeah. But they're like, yeah. Ben said their non-conference schedule is trash. Yeah. Colorado State, Hawaii, Connecticut, all at all home. Wins. Yeah. They got Maryland at home. They play at Iowa. We just mentioned how Iowa's offense can't do anything, so yeah. it'd be a close game regardless. Yeah. I guess like I, I had over, and I said over last time. I just don't like it as a squad right. I mean, I don't see any way they don't go eleven and one. Change your mind. You know what? Though? I mean, even I did say over. Even if they do lose one of these random games to Michigan State or Iowa, yeah. they they're still, still ten and two. They still yeah. cover. So yeah. this is that's true. In my opinion, I mean, we can do a squad ride. Ben's opinion. This is a very good bet. Yeah, yeah. 
Thank you. I, so, I guess I just don't. I my thing with Spencer's college, our resident Notre Dame fan, so I think he's just got well, some spite. I said that a little bit, but I also hate betting overs on quarterbacks. I don't believe in because I feel like it's so important in college more than in. I mean, it is, but I mean, when you're when you're recruiting the top five recruiting class and you have just great athletes everywhere, yeah, it doesn't matter how relevant your quarterbacks are. Sometimes, I mean, I put over. That's what I put. I just didn't want it to be a squad ride because I hate Michigan. Now, now, I see your point. If Michigan plays a good team like Georgia or Alabama, yeah, but they don't. quarterbacks got to produce. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But when you're playing Rutgers, McNamara can throw for 300 yards. That's Indiana. Yeah. yeah like, Do ends arounds. Um, so let's move on to Michigan State here. You can put a squad ride, squad ride question mark by uh, that one. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, we may, re- <laughs> we may revisit that one after when we go through. I'm betting that one. I'm, I'm definitely betting the over for sure. Yeah. I probably just won't bet it. Next, we have Michigan State. Their over/under is at seven and a half. Ben, what are you thinking? Um. Okay. So they lose the Big Ten leading rusher here in Kenneth Walker, the third. Um. They did add Jalen Berger, who was uh, Wisconsin's third string running back. Uh, they've got returning back at quarterback uh, Peyton Thorne, who was fourth in yards and third in touchdowns in the Big Ten last year. Um. They got a tough schedule. Like, they do. Part of me just wants to root for Michigan State, but I look at their schedule. I'm like, where are they going to gain wins here? They're at seven and a half. I'm taking the under. Uh, the best line for the under is on DraftKings at plus one ten. I too had the under, but I also noted that like you know, you take a step back because your schedule this year, if you're Michigan State, but you really got to be pumped about what you did last year at eleven and two. No one saw that coming. I feel like. You know, and it'll be really interesting to see how they kind of have a running back committee now, like you said with Berg, uh, Jarek, and even Jaden um, Reed. And I think Peyton Thorne really, really steps it up um, as far as what he's doing um, and hopefully slows games down and just puts Michigan State in it to win it kind of deals because I think if they just stick with it, um, they can win a lot of games. But like Ben said, that schedule, it's tough. Do you have it up? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I don't have are it up. You, are you done talking? I mean, you can talk. Can oh, I was going to say, I'm also on the under. Not that I don't think they're a good team, but I haven't beaten Western Michigan and Akron. That's two wins. Losing at Washington, it's just a tough road. Yeah. A lot of travel. Uh, losing to Minnesota, beating Maryland. So what is that? Three, three. and two. Losing yeah. to Ohio State, losing to Wisconsin, three and five. Which is crazy because they lost two games last year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just That's nuts. That's four. Losing to Michigan three and five, beating Illinois four and five, beating Rutgers five and five, beating IU six and five. But you're telling me they would have to, they'd have to, no, they would still lose under yeah. seven and a half. Yeah. 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 So this is an easy, it's, it's high because they won 11 and two last year, but that was, they exceeded expectations. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. So in my opinion, they are coached very well. They are. I love Peyton Thorne. I think he's, he has an, an NFL future at quarterback. Ben mentioned they transferred Jalen Berger from Wisconsin. They're also getting transferred Jarek Broussard from Colorado while still bringing back Jordan Simmons and Elijah Collins. So they got good running backs. They got good receivers, like Spencer said, and Jaden Reed. Jayden Reed. Yeah. Um, but they did they did lose their top – two of their top three receivers and Jalen Naylor and – I forget the other guy's name. But I'm sure the defense will be solid. They got Chris Bogle transfer from Florida coming in at the end. Amir Speed, cornerback transfer from Georgia. It, uh, this is going to be a good team. It's just – they, they got stinks. a gauntlet. I mean, yeah. they got a hard schedule. That's what it comes down to. Daniel Barker transfer tight end from Missouri. Malik Carr, he's a huge prospect transfer from Purdue. Yeah, I just don't. I don't see any way they win eight games. Yeah, or at least where I'm putting money on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I think we have a squad right on the under there at plus money. Yep. You don't find that too often. Moving yeah, on to what originally was my sleeper team, but they've been kind of gaining some steam lately. Uh, the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Mm. Might think, as well. Uh, okay, so they Love won eight team. games last year. Uh, so their line's at seven and a half. So will they re will they replicate that? Um, let me see here. They there are some questions at running back. Um, what 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 what? They got the best running back in the conference. Yes, Muhammad Muhammad Ibrahim. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's a beast. He's returning from a torn Achilles. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. So that's the okay. question mark. Okay. Um, that's fair. You had me, you had me worried there for a no, second. No, no, no. I'm just saying. I mean, that's not an easy injury to recover from. Um, I'm not good after I eat a full meal of running, let alone. I guess best in the conference is already. So Minnesota <laughs> only has one returning uh, starting offensive lineman who's yeah, one fair. of the top that interior is. linemen in the Big Ten um, it, with uh, John Michael Schmitz. But that's only having one guy, one, one year or one person with experience on the offensive line is kind of tough. And the defensive line only has uh, four – the defensive line has four starters departing. So, in the trenches, this is a new team pretty much. Uh, But the rest of the defense looks pretty good, and they only gave up 17.3 points per game last year. But I'm still picking the under here. I got the over. Not only did I say that in the last episode, I have them winning that side of the conference. It was plus six hundred on Fanduel. No, it's more than that. Is it now? It I was more than that. It was plus six hundred last time we recorded. I remember that because I wrote it down. Hopefully, it went up because uh, they were right behind Wisconsin at plus six hundred. Oh, they're plus five hundred right now. Yeah, five hundred so went down. Dang, that stinks. Well, honestly, too, they're probably my sleeper to win the Big Ten. I would say, I think this team's gonna be awesome. They got Kirk. And I always I'm gonna butcher his last name, but I'm gonna try not to. Wait, Shiraka. Oh. Is it? I probably said it right. Yeah, that you time. definitely didn't say it right. I didn't. Shiraka. What is it? His mother doesn't even know. <laughs> it's it's a long last name. It's all right. Yeah. So Kirk, they got him back as offensive coordinator. Last time they had him in 2019, they averaged 432 yards per game with him. And really, the only thing that's changed is Tanner has way more experience, and he was incredible in 2019. Um, so I really look for them to continue that success. Um, even under him, I have Tanner's stats. He had 19 TDs and threw for 3,253 yards. When Tanner was asked recently what has changed with you know Kirk not being there versus when he's there now, he said, I'm older, I'm stronger, I'm stronger, and I'll tell him when I don't like plays or when they're not going to fit into a game plan. So he's a lot more confident in what he's going to do, and I just think this team's really going to do well, so I'm actually going to take the over. Minnesota is such a polarizing team. Like Spencer mentioned, in 2019, Tanner Morgan threw like 30 touchdown yeah. passes. He was unbelievable. You mm. you saw him play, and you're like, this is a future top 15 pick. And then last year, what he, he had like 10 touchdowns or something he crazy. Was, he he was, was horrible. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Muhammad Ibrahim, during the COVID year, was the best running back in the conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like Ben said, he tore his Achilles last year, so you don't really know what you're going to be getting out of him. But if he's anything like he was pre-injury – He's a stud. Trey Potts, great. He's a good rep backup mm-hmm. if if Ibrahim isn't full strength. Chris Ottman Bell, amazing receiver. Losing those line though in the Big Ten. That's a big oh, deal. You're, you win games in the trenches in the Big Ten, and losing they lost that Daniel Fillet guy, the six eight. He's pretty much Ben's size, six eight, three thirty, three sixty, was he yeah. something like that? Yeah, same <laughs> massive <size. laughs> uh, to the NFL, and he's he was just mauling people with their run game. Yeah. Uh, they don't, they Ben mentioned that they lost four defensive starters. While that doesn't sound that crazy, they were their best four defensive starters. So, mm-hmm. uh, but if I'm looking at their schedule, they don't play anyone. Yeah. They play New Mexico State at home. That's a win. Western Illinois at home. That's a win. 
Colorado at home, who lost everyone. That's a win. I think they went at Michigan State. I think they beat Purdue at home. They 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 seem to have Purdue's number. Yeah. Weird. Oh, every year. Yep. Then I think I haven't beaten Illinois. I'm starting six and zero, and their line's seven and a half. See, that's what I, I I like, and I I think last year, like they opened up with Ohio State. That's a real demoralizer to your team. But they played well the first. They half. did. They played great they yeah, with them. That was a good game. But it has to suck to lose that first game, and then kind of be like, oh, we got to. And like, if you start six and zero, you got a little bit of steam in the locker room, being like, we could do this. But but that's even why I like they don't them. play Michigan. They don't play Ohio yep. State. Mm-hmm. They so the six and zero. Then they got. Uh, at Penn State, let's give them a loss there, six and one. Versus Rutgers, seven and one. Nebraska, I mean that's eight and one. Yeah. <laughs> Northwestern at home, ten and one. They could beat Iowa at home. Oh yeah. And then at Wisconsin, there's this team could go six and six, and they could or they could go eleven and one. They mm-hmm. could be anywhere in that in that in between. So for the, I love PJ Fleck. I, I love everything he stands for. He's the type of coach that you want to play for. He's the type of coach you want to run through a brick wall. I'm hammering this over. Same. And I'm even sprinkling 10-plus wins at plus. Let's go. Let me check this real quick. What do we think their 10-plus win line is? 10-plus? I bet it's plus. 2,800. I was going to say plus 7. I don't see 700. Plus 650. Oh, so close. It's not, but I'll put some pizza money on that. Yeah, you put pizza yeah. money on that. I mean, that's good. they have the easiest schedule in the Big Ten. You put 10 bucks, you get a little bit of pizza Over 7.5 are did you take the underbed? I did. You did. Oh wow! I was gonna. I was about to scream. Is this a squad right? Because no, it's, it's my favorite. Wow! I think I hate you for that one. No, that's between <laughs> me and my god. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we got some differing viewpoints here. Hopefully, you're on me and Spencer's side. Uh, <laughs> moving on to Nebraska. Uh, what are we? What are we rolling with here, Ben? All right. Um, <laughs> this one kills me. <laughs> okay, so they won. They only won three games last year, and their line's at seven and a half. <laughs> Wait, who is this? Nebraska. Oh, yeah, I know. So, Scott Frost, their coach, he's 15-29 and 29 as, a, as a head coach there, and he's yet to have a winning season. They did hire Mark Whipple, the offensive coordinator at Pitt, who averaged 41.4 points per game, which was third in the nation. I don't know. I mean, okay, I get Nebraska's a big program, but I'm not sure how they got him. That's what I was going to say. Why would, you wanna, why would you want to be there? Money talks, boys. That's yeah. right. On defense, it really does. <laughs> on defense, they lost three of their four starting defensive backs. Uh, they do have a, a, a transfer quarterback from Texas, Casey, Casey Thompson, who threw 24 touchdowns last right. year uh, to replace Adrian Martinez. But honestly, my pick here is hammer the under unless yeah. Austin can change my mind. I'm, I mean, I think I can make this one fast. I mean, the only thing I didn't – I had – the only thing I had that you didn't really say I should say – is, you know, my big thing, to, I guess, to watch for just because I'm a college football fan is, is Casey Thompson a good fit and was Martinez the problem? I'm still hammering the under. I agree with everything you said, but I think that'll be the fun thing to watch if you're a college football fan, you know, because everyone wants to bag Martinez because he was a turnover god in crunch time. <laughs> it was unreal how bad he was. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's all I got. I'm hoping Austin's under too, but I don't know. Um I'm hammering the over. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I've been fading Nebraska for the last five years. Oh, yeah. Last year they played week zero versus Illinois. And, yeah. well, I mean, we just faded the hell out of Nebraska. And they, five years. Since they under the big team. Honestly, I'm a huge Nebraska fan. I have a little – I have a – like, because they make me so much money. But my mom got me one of those little corn heads that they wear <laughs> yeah. when she was there once. But anyway. They're putting Austin's future kids through they've college. Made, <laughs> I mean, they yeah, really they've are. made me some money the last <laughs> few years. But 
So, yeah, Adrian Martinez, I think it's trash. So, kind of addition by subtraction. And Casey Thompson's not bad. I'll give him that. But what? where else? Someone else explain to me where else they're good. Uh, no like Ben mentioned, no. you, you don't go from 3-9 and nine and 1-8 and eight in the conference to an 8-win team. You have a coach with not a great track record other than UCF. Uh, you have a, a average quarterback who's going to be there one year. They did get Trey Palmer, transfer wide receiver from LSU. He, he'll be a solid player. But other than that, I don't see any playmakers on offense. The defense can't be that great. They got lit up last year, and Ben mentioned they lost their basically their entire secondary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think this is under seven and a half is easy, and I'm getting this at plus money. Is this a joke? <laughs> plus money. Joke. Plus money. I, I mean, might look. I, I look at their schedule, and like, even if you're optimistic, I, I count. All right, let's go through it. I'm thinking what we do is they're going to beat Northwestern. Northwestern's dog shit. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's win. They'll beat North One, Dakota. That's two. 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 They'll beat Georgia Southern. So they're three. starting three and zero. Oh. Yep. Bad that's start scary. for us. Yeah. Oklahoma. That's a loss. loss. Yeah. IU. That's a win. So they're four, four. and one. Rutgers. Even if we're even optimistic, optimistic, five, five. and one. Yeah. They probably lose to Purdue. Yep. They're not loss. winning two back-to-back road games. That no. just doesn't happen. No. Five and two. Let's give them a win versus Illinois. Six and two. Probably losing to Minnesota. Losing at Michigan, so we're at six and four. Losing to Wisconsin, six and five. And even if they beat Iowa, their under would still hit. Yeah, and I, I think you like, and I think you gave them like some. No, wins yeah, that, I was yeah. being generous. You were being um, super generous. Seven wins is the oh, max yeah. I see them getting. Yeah. And every year they blow a game that like you're like, oh my gosh, did they really lose that? I feel like Nebraska does that every year. Oh, like, I wouldn't be shocked if Illinois beats them by two touchdowns. They did. Yeah. Remember opening week last year, they beat them because we bet it. We bet. Illinois Honestly, beat North Dakota is not a bad FCS school. I wouldn't be shocked no. if they give them a game. It'd be awesome to see. <laughs> the other day, someone asked me what I think of Nebraska-Northwestern 12-point spread week zero. I'm yeah. like, well, I'm definitely not taking Nebraska to cover. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, yeah, I think the easy under, and I'm going to even send in a name of bet to points bet and try to get like an under five yeah. and a half. And yeah. Who knows, maybe steal a little plus 300. And you guys could bet it too, and you could get a match. Just use Bet Bomb if you don't have an account. <laughs> yeah. If, well, I guess it's... Plug. You said that pretty quick. Um, I did. We are partners with PointsBet. If you use our promo code, BETBOM, that's B-E-T-B-A-U-M, uh, you can get a deposit match up to $2,000. So if you if you don't have a lot of money and you just want to do it for fun and you put in 50 bucks, you'll get 50 bucks matched. Um, Send us a screenshot of it and we'll help you. We'll yeah. say, hey, this is the bet you should do. If today. you want to do 200 bucks, 200 yeah. bucks match. And if you're a high roller and you want to do $2,000, they'll give you $2,000 We're just match. trying to make you money. I mean, it's not a crime, so... Hey, Let us help you. You can write our bets as well. That's I mean, right. We've been profitable four years in a row now. So That's right. We So we got a squad ride in Nebraska under 7.5 mm-hmm. plus money. Yep. Love that. Moving on to everyone's favorite little brother, Northwestern. <laughs> Man. <clears throat> so they won three games in 2021. Uh, right now I see two different lines. On DraftKings they're at four, and on FanDuel they're at 3.5. Um that's their offense was so what's, what's the line difference on that? Yeah, what's the... Uh, you don't have it up? No, I don't. I'll look it up real quick while he's talking. I'm, I'm, yeah. That's going to be a huge factor in what I do. So on, they were horrible on offense last year. They averaged 4.4 yards per play and only 13 points per game. Uh, Evan Hole was their one bright spot um, at running back. He was sixth in the, in the Big Ten in yards. Um, and that... Well, I found it was interesting in 2020. So two years ago, they were holding teams to 15.5 points per game, but then last year that 15.5 went to 34 points per game. So they got so much worse on defense. They allowed 213.3 rushing yards per game. 
I don't know. The defense is horrible. I, this one's hard because it's four wins or three and a half. That's so few of wins. Um, but if it's if I'm betting it at four, I will bet so, it at four because I'll get the push up. So the line yeah. on DraftKings under four is minus one twenty, yeah. and Fanduel under three and a half is plus one twenty five. So you might as well Oof. take the DraftKings bet. Yeah, yeah DraftKings because you get the push if they mm. if they win four games. That's what I'm going to be doing. Wait, too. did you say you're taking under? Oh, under. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm just, taking the under too. I had to see if you took your meds yeah. today or not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm taking the under too. You know, everything Ben said I kind of had down too. So great job there, Ben. Um, and I just added that they gave up an average ru- like rushing yards. This is their average per the whole season, 213 yards, which I feel like is just horrendous. And then they gave up an average of 34 game, like Ben said. You know, I think really when you have a team like this and it's that bad, the only thing you can hope is that, you know, you do have a good coach in Pat. And you hope that he can pull them together and you can get a handful of wins. And that's a good season if you get a handful of wins. But I don't see it happening. I'm taking the under. That is all I have to say. I was going to say something else, but I don't know. I have nothing else. Um, yeah, Pat Fitzgerald's an amazing coach, and he's a yeah. great defensive mind. But if you don't have the athletes to compete, yep. I mean, what are you going to do? Like, Bryce Gallagher's a very good linebacker, but one good linebacker is not going to win you games. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. I would take I, – I don't think I'll bet it, but I would bet the under. Yeah. Uh, I would do under four on DraftKings at minus mm-hmm. 120. Um, so we have a squad ride, but he doesn't think he'll bet it. I, I mean, yeah. I, I probably will bet it because I got a little degen in me. But um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I would, like, hammer the table and tell people to bet genetics. We need that on a T-shirt. I got a little degen in me. I like that. <laughs> a healthy dose. But, healthy I mean, dose. yeah, their schedule is not overly tough. Like Duke, Southern Illinois, Miami, Ohio. I would hate to make this bet, and they start the year three and one. Yeah, because then you're betting against them for eight games straight. Like, like that's please just, no. <laughs> that like, all it takes is one lucky lightning strike, and you can mm. lose that bet. True. Um, I would say moving on to Ohio State. Okay, this love is Ohio State. The line moved up here, didn't it? Did you guys take a look at it when we initially talked about it? I think it was at ten. Now it's at eleven. So it's moved to a whole game. I wrote yeah, on ten and a half. I wrote on my notes it didn't matter because I don't think they lose a game. So. I don't. <laughs> but yeah, it's eleven. I mean, how many games do they play? Twelve. Twelve. 12. So they, I mean, they have oh, to win everything. They they would push. Right? They would push. They would push. If they okay. Lost one. They lost one. And the only there's only one team they're gonna possibly lose to. This offense is gonna be oh, yeah. so good. They got C.J. Stroud, who led the Big Ten in passing yards. And 44 touchdowns and only six interceptions. They lost Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave to the NFL, uh, but they still have the league-leading wide receiver in Jackson Smith. How do you say his last name? Njigba. Njigba, who was third in the nation. That was cool. <laughs> uh, they got Trayvon Henderson at running back, who was fourth in the Big Ten in yards. Uh, I don't know, man. That's so many wins, but... At, at ten and a half at draft on DraftKings, the lines at ten and a half on DraftKings, it's minus two fifty, so that's not worth it for me to put a, a futures bet on it. But I don't see him losing. Like, yeah, it's one I won't bet on, but for the purpose of uh, this podcast, yeah, if I'm picking, I'm going to yeah. say over. But a bet I do like for Ohio State, I would say I don't know if you can count them as a sleeper because I don't know where their odds are at for the national championship. I think they, I think they make a run this year. I think they're one of the best teams. That's my opinion. If you're outside of Georgia, Alabama, I would say that they're probably my favorite to win. But I don't like picking Georgia and Alabama, even though we do bet Alabama every year. Because it's, like, it's a good bet every it's year. It's that question where you're like, you get Georgia and Alabama or the field. Yeah. I don't, the field I don't, is Ohio State. I don't think yeah. Ohio State's defense is as good as people think it is. 
I think last year they, they lost were, quite a few guys. Yeah, I think the guys that rotated in last year that they do have though were young and they were like athletic enough that they can. Yeah, they'd be fine in. for the Big Ten, but I don't see them winning the SC, against I, SEC I would, team. I think I'd argue against you. I would. I don't think I'd sprinkle on them to win it all. Oof. I don't think they will. I think They'll, they do. Who do they beat? Do you think they'll beat Georgia or Alabama? I mean, I don't know. I think they have the offense. To yeah, that's what I'm saying. They'll have to just out. Like, yeah, I think they could. I think. But they could you, so you watch this team. This is the exact same team that played in the Rose Bowl versus Utah. Yeah, they scored at will, that's but true. they could not stop anything, and that was Utah. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do when they play Georgia or Alabama or? And they actually have good defense. The vaunted USC offense. See, I think they would destroy USC. They probably would beat USC, but yeah. they're not going to stop them. That offense. Yeah. But I think they, they would just outscore them. I guess my hope would be that if Ohio State goes undefeated, they would probably get a two seed, and they would probably play a three seed. So they're probably playing either a Georgia. They'll be playing say, one of the two. They'd have to play an SEC team one probably. Day. I was hoping they could get to the championship, and like they did that one year when they were kind of in the same situation. The year they won the national championship, everyone's that same thing about their defense that year. Yeah. So that's kind of why I went back and I looked, and everyone's the exact same thing about that team with Zeke on it and twelve gauge. And they end up winning it all, so I'm like, this is a similar yeah, team. Yeah, that's true. So that's I, I don't yeah. think the SEC teams were as strong that year as they, are, no. they have been lately, though. And I'm and I'm saying like for the sake of like national championship arguments outside of Alabama or Georgia, like you're not allowed to bet on those two teams because that's not fun. My official recommendation for Ohio State would be don't bet the regular season wins, don't bet them to win the Big Ten at minus two hundred. There's no value in that either. None. Yeah. Don't bet them to go undefeated. Actually, bet them to go undefeated wouldn't be that bad of a bet. Is it plus? Season. It would be plus money. Yeah, that would be worth it. But I would just say take your five or ten bucks, whatever you're willing to bet, and throw it on Jackson Smith and Jigba to win the Heisman at plus five thousand. Ooh, I like that. I think he's the best receiver in the country. I like that. And if you saw what he did in the Rose Bowl, what do you have? Five touchdowns, six touchdowns. Oh yeah, he was in. Honestly, it was one of the coolest well, performances I, of my life. I need to look this. Did up. Did you watch the Rose Bowl last year? No, I don't watch much. I watched. <laughs> he's, he's just a data the Rose guy. Bowl is. Like, and the fact that, so if you're listening, Austin was almost able to go and take us because he was in a giveaway. Where oh, he was I was like in Paris. Trivia. I, so was, I wasn't were, even in America. You yeah, Ben was in yeah. Paris. So, fun fact, Jersey Mike's last year did a promo. And this year we're winning. Um, I forget what, oh, you had to do trivia year Every long. Week. Every week. Yeah. They gave you like a 15-question course. And at the end of the year, the top was like 50 or 100 people yeah. had to pick the 10 conference championship games. And whoever had the best, you had to pick it with the spread, too. So, you had to. You pretty much had to get the winner and the spread right to have a chance. Because they took two groups, was it? Yep. And we were so, right outside. So basically we had a 2% oh, chance of making it. Yeah. But going into it, I knew I had to win. I think I had to win six of the ten conference championships, and I won four or yeah. five. Didn't do that great. But, but they, they paid for all your trip, yeah. uh, like food, mm-hmm. which hotel. Made it, which made it that much harder to watch because it was an awesome game. It was the best oh football game gosh. I've seen in the last 10 years. It was so awesome. Probably since the USC-Texas oh, championship. Yeah. Every time he turned around, he was catching it, and he just people couldn't tackle him. It looked ridiculous. I'm looking at the highlights right here. Last yeah. year, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Keep in mind, Ohio State had two first-round receivers in Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. And Jigba, who was their number three receiver, and against a very good Utah defense, put up 15 catches for 347 <laughs> yards and three touchdowns. And keep in mind, Utah <laughs> knew their top two receivers weren't playing for a month. Yeah. So they had a month to prepare for JSN, let's call yeah. it that. And they still couldn't stop him. 23-yard average. I mean, this dude is electric. No one's guarded him all year. Mm-hmm. The Big Ten lost a cup, some of their All-American corners. 
He's someone I'm going to take his he's yards gonna over. He's going to put up Devon. He's, he's going to have a Devontae Smith type yeah. Heisman year. If his, I would recommend too, like along with what you said, week to week, if they would happen to put his player props out, jump on him because they're going to oh. take him away from oh us my gosh, week yeah. four, which his sucks. Touchdowns, if these they yeah. offer his touchdowns, I will take it. No oh, yeah. Five touchdowns? But yeah, yes, plus sir. 5000 for the Heisman? That's I didn't you know that. You put five bucks on that, you're, you're bringing home $255. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to put 10 bucks on it. Um, moving on to ooh, Penn State. Over under I'm seeing is eight. I got eight and a half, I thought. It says eight on FanDuel. I wish it was eight and a half. So it's changed. Um, okay. <clears throat> Let's see what it is on DraftKings. Penn State is eight and a half on Ooh. Yeah. Eight and a half? A minus one twenty five. For the under? Yeah. Ooh. So Ooh, yeah. yeah, so it kinda depends on if you want that point five here. I don't remember. I I think we're all on the same page here. I we definitely weren't. I remember. We're, we're not? not. We were all opposite. Oh, jeez. Well, that's not possible. There's only two. Well, you're not. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Opposite. Push. Okay, so under, over. In 2021, they won seven wins. Uh, this year, their over-under is eight and a half or eight, depending on which site. Um, on offense, they averaged 25 points per game last year. Uh, not great. And only uh, twenty or 2.96 yards per carry. Uh, they lost John Dotson, who was third in the Big Ten in receiving yards. John, uh, they uh, still have Parker Washington, who was also top ten in yards. Um, defense, they lost quite a bit of people, but I'm I put on here in all caps hammer the under uh, because I don't see how this team like really improves. Same. And I think when I looked at the the schedule, I'm like even if optimism is high, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Even if optimism is high. I only got seven wins, I think. See, so. I'm I I remember we were both. I I'm with you 100. percent I just think I can't back a quarterback like Clifford. I think he's wildly inconsistent. Um, he had the most sacks allowed in the Big Ten on him at 44. They did not have one 100 yard rusher all season, and they averaged 2.96 yards per carry. So I feel like they were just too horrendous last year for me to even consider this over. I know their schedule is a little bit easier, um, but really, in all honesty, this is something I would probably just not bet just because of the wild inconsistency, if I'm being 100% honest. But like I, we've said, you know, we're betting over-unders. I'm taking the under on this. So you guys all make very good points. <laughs> but if we're looking at this schedule optimistically, you guys are forgetting that Penn State is the hardest place in the country to play. It's Maybe true. Texas A&M. I could play in Penn State. Yeah, those whiteouts on Saturdays, like, they don't lose those games. They let's, usually let's do beat the team this year. schedule optimistically. They beat okay. Purdue week one. Okay. At Purdue. How's Purdue getting open on Purdue against them? Uh-huh. They don't have any receivers. I'm, I'm higher on Purdue than I am Penn State, though. Yeah. yeah. Let's, yeah. I, think that's, I think this is where it came down to is we yeah. were kind of like, all right, where are you They at beat with Ohio at home yeah. handedly, 2-0. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Auburn at the road. Let's give them a loss there. That's but Auburn's loss. not that great. So two and one. Mm-hmm. Home games were Central Michigan and Northwestern. Two wins, Win. four and one. At Michigan, four and two. Home games against Minnesota. Win five and two. Mm-hmm. They're at home. They don't lose home games. I think Minnesota beats them there. Uh, for the benefit of how the, good Ohio State is, I'll give them a loss at there. home. Five and three. They beat IU. We all said IU's fucking Double. dog shit. Yeah. So six and three. Home game against Maryland. Seven and three. At Rutgers, we really think Rutgers is going to beat them. No. Eight and three. And then a home game against Michigan State. I should win that. So I don't so, know if I'm betting it. 
But I definitely lean the over compared to the under. There's I, just the, especially at plus money. The teeter totter here is week one against That's, Purdue. Yeah, I was gonna say Purdue <clears throat> and Minnesota are just two games I'm not sure on. I know they're home for both of them. I just know. And from, you're right. From, I mean, about that. from past history betting on teams, you don't fade teams that are unbelievably good at home. Yeah. Yeah. And Penn State is unbelievably good at home. So if I can get over eight and a half at plus money, is there, that's where I would lean. Is there a difference? And I know we've talked about this, me and you. We've never talked about this on this podcast, but we need to figure out these stats for people. Night games versus day games yes. home. Because that's a huge factor, too. Night home games? You, it's like 90%. You do not fade the home yeah, team. Ever. Yeah, ever. So, Especially on a weeknight. That Purdue one, I will give you the benefit of the doubt. That's probably going to be a night game. It is. It's it's Thursday it night. Okay. I just don't think Purdue's leading receiver got suspended off the that's team. That's true. They lost so, David Bell. We'll say they lose that one. But then the Minnesota one, if that's a day game, I feel better about that game. They play Minnesota at home. Yeah, I'm saying like I feel better if it's a day game than a night game. But maybe. I mean, I just feel like it's hard to say Sean Clifford is – is bad and then say Tanner Morgan's better because Tanner Morgan went from a 30 touchdown season to a 10 touchdown season. Yeah, but he has offensive coordinator back. I just I'm hyped up on Minnesota's my issue. There. I I do I do agree with you guys and Penn State's defense really has to step up. Oh yeah. But they do have some good players in Joey Porter, uh Curtis Jacobs. Parker Washington is a good receiver. I, I don't was, think they're as bad as you guys are making them out to be. I feel like when I watched them on lot, last year on offense, they had a hard time just moving the ball like Penn State did. Seven and six last year, yeah, they weren't great. I just felt like when they tried to move the ball, they couldn't do it. Like, they just couldn't. Like, yeah, it was, that's fair. And even in their bowl game, it was like they the play calling was wildly inconsistent. They were a lot of, ran a lot of, you know, uh, uh, shoot, read option type of deals, and they just could not get anything on them, and it was – you, you you do make a good point. I'm, yeah. I'm down to fade Penn State, just not at home. Yeah, I get what you're they saying. They play on the road. Yeah, sure. I'll I'll like I'll back the other team. Like we said, though, this is one I probably wouldn't bet, but just I think it'll be interesting. This team yeah. will be interesting. Yeah, I agree. I would lean the the over, but I wouldn't put money on it yeah. either way. But I think the key here that we just took away to tell that people should like take away. If a team, a home team, is a night game, don't fade them. Don't fade them ever. Like Texas A&M last year against Alabama. We knew it when we went into it. I mean, every man. and every week weeknight game ever. Oh, yeah. Like, yep. You never do. I, I need to dig into that and see what the numbers are. You told me at one point, if you went back in our text. I want to say the home team, like, wins like 83%. It's it something, something outrageous stupid. and cover like yeah. 65% of the time. I remember it being ridiculous. <laughs> but all I know is Penn State literally beat Auburn at home. Penn State was not good last year. Remember this? Yeah. They beat Auburn at home just because of how hard that. it is. To yeah. Play that was the opening week game. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. I remember that. That's true. Moving on to uh, a team that's pretty near and dear to some of our members, Purdue. Uh, a lot of our family members went to Purdue. Um, ben, go ahead. Okay, so last year they won eight regular season games, and this year their line is at seven and a half is what I was able to find. Um, they do have quarterback Aiden O'Connell coming back. He was third in the Big Ten in passing yards and second in TDs. They did lose David Bell to the NFL draft. And uh, Milton Wright is now academically ineligible, and he was top (laughs) ten in the Big Ten as well. You said that so professional. Like, you're you're telling him. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I'll let him know. (laughs) (laughs) Breaking news. He doesn't even know yet. (laughs) Okay, so uh, the running back only averaged 2.8 yards, or the running backs only averaged 2.8 yards per carry last year. And, and those two starters are departing, so hopefully the people underneath them were a lot better. Um, I, I have a hard time with this one. They don't play Ohio State. They don't play Michigan State. They don't play Michigan. Um, 
I'm going to go over here on FanDuel because it's plus 140. I was kind of teetering and tottering. I probably won't bet this, but at the odds at plus 140 on FanDuel, I'll take that. It's actually plus 110 on DraftKings, so some value there. Yeah. I, I had the over as well. I, I think like we talked about even in the last episode that we recorded, you know, Aiden, great quarterback. You know, it's really big for him. I think with the biggest thing, you know, you see is what are they going to have at wide receiver, you know? So what, what kind of weapons is he going to, you know, emerge and who he's going to throw to? Um, you know, just some names, I guess, for that are good to throw out there. You know, they got Iowa transfer, uh, Charlie Jones. We'll see how he meshes in um, and see how that goes as well. Um, they're tied in. His name is slipping my mind. Peyton Durham. Yeah, Peyton Durham. Peyton Durham, sorry. Yeah. He was great last He's year. Very, very He's very, He's very good. And we even said, like, I remember on the last one that we recorded, you said he was probably, like, one of your favorite tight ends. Cause then oh, I, yeah, yeah. I joked that, like, at He has NFL talent. Yeah. Because I made the joke that it should be Michael. From Notre Dame, and you're like, yes, but he's you know good. He's great blocker and everything. So I don't know. I think they need to have some playmakers emerge. I would probably take the over just for the sole fact that I th- I think they they can win a lot of games this year. I, I really do. So um, might be just me being a believer in Purdue just because of what they did last year and they're a fun team to watch. But hopefully they do it. I'm conflicted because their schedule is not hard. No, it's yeah. Not. Penn State at home is a winnable game. We just talked about that. Indiana State should be a win. Syracuse should be a win. Florida Atlantic should be a win. Minnesota, they'll probably lose. They'll probably lose to Maryland. Nebraska at home is a winnable game. They'll probably lose to Wisconsin. Iowa at home is winnable. Illinois on the road is winnable. Northwestern at home should be a lock, and IU is terrible. That's 8-4 and four right there. Yeah. But I can't take the over looking at this roster. Yeah. Aiden <laughs> O'Connell can sling. Yeah. Their running backs are not good. King Doru has not been good in any of his three years. Like Ben mentioned, their number one receiver is academically ineligible. So that leaves a transfer from Iowa who didn't really do anything there. No. Uh, TJ Sheffield, who was their number five receiver last year. And Brock Thompson, who I can't say anything about him. He's not great at getting separation. <laughs> How do they get open? Yeah. Are they going to throw to Payne Durham 15 times a game? I mean, that's what – I mean, they're literally going to have to run like what – I feel like Notre Dame did last year where it was just like force the ball to Michael in all situations, run screens, quick outs. like, And that does not work. Like, people are going to figure that out, and you're going to lose games. You shouldn't. Take the money you're going to bet on either the over and under on Purdue. Purdue is one of the best road teams in the country. Yep. Uh, Spencer, I think, sent me the other – they cover on the road like 80% of the time the last four years. I would just say, for some reason, betters love to fade Purdue. They they think that they're a really bad team. I would just take your money and back Purdue to cover games. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. As an underdog, as an underdog. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to did we all have a did we have a squad right? I, I didn't give a pick. Yeah, I would lean I would lean under, but yeah, I'm not officially saying under because yeah. their schedule is pretty weak. On my my sheet, I have undetermined. I will take over because it's plus money. So we have an undetermined squad right there. Yeah. Yeah. None of us squad love the over and none love the question mark. We're going to have to add on the graphic. So undetermined yeah. question mark. Congratulations covers. to Vegas for making an awesome <laughs> yeah. line. Yeah. yeah. You won you this bastards. one, but you're not going to win the next one. Yeah. yeah. Next you wait till we get the Rutgers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on to Rutgers. Uh, I'm seeing their line is at <sighs> four. Yeah. Four. See, this you is love this. huge because when we first did it, it was four and a half, and yeah. I believe I took the over. You did. Now I'm getting the over at plus money. You, I remember when we did it the first time, I uh, <laughs> I said I liked the under because I thought Rutgers were really bad, but then you read the schedule, 
And I remember being like, they have about five to six very winnable games, I would say. Like, even if you were being, op- like, you know, optimistic the other way. You know, I think for me, the biggest question mark they have is at quarterback. Because, like we said last time, I don't I don't know if I, I haven't really looked into it. That might be something you want to Google here. Is they had a redshirt freshman that they were thinking about starting in Gavin. I don't know if he won that quarterback battle. There's no way he's winning that battle. Yeah. that At one point in camp, it was a big deal. But it could be just kind of hearsay with that. Um, last year, they had lots of turnovers. But last year, like I said, I wrote on here, it felt like they were just trying to figure out what their identity was. Um, I think they found it at the end of the year. When yeah. They, they took that bowl game that someone dropped out say, of, and they played very well, very hard. They did. I, I would I would lean over on this one. I'm not as confident as Austin is, but that schedule tells a, a story. It really does. I mean, you could talk stats all day, but that schedule tells you, stories. You're saying it's a hard schedule? No, I'm saying like it's a very easy, winnable, like give you a five-win schedule. You think so? They play Michigan. They play Ohio State. Yeah, but they play Penn State. Read it from the very beginning. All right, all right. So they play at Boston College. That's a tough game. They win that one though. I think. Well, I don't know. I would say a loss on that. Okay. Versus Wagner, that's a win. One and one mm-hmm. at Temple should be a win. win two. two and You're one. You're halfway there. Versus Iowa, let's say loss. Two and two. Ohio State loss. Two and three. Nebraska loss. Two and four. IU win. Win three. three. And four. Minnesota lost three and five. Michigan lost three and six. Michigan State lost three and seven. Penn State lost three and eight. They got to play Maryland three and nine. They have a tough schedule. It's true. I for some reason it, I thought it comes down to Boston it. College. If yeah. they beat Boston College week one, yeah, they're in the drivers. Now I don't feel as good about it. I remember the first time we talked about it being like, man, they really could win four games. I had under <clears> and I changed my mind. Is what I had on my notes. I don't know what you said to make yeah. me change my notes, but you said something. One of you guys did. Like when we were talking about uh, Purdue and we were congratulating Vegas, and then Austin goes, but we're going to get John Rutgers. <laughs> I, I was like, are we? Because I have no idea where to go here. With it being at four, we just went through the schedule and said, if you're optimistic, you're at four. If you're pessimistic, you're at four. I think it's at four. Uh, I don't know. Well, uh, you do get a push at four. You do yeah. get a push. So you're just you, putting, didn't, you didn't get it two weeks ago. You're just, push, you're just putting money in and put money in. and just All right, so maybe Vegas did their job on Rutgers too. <laughs> yeah. They're doing better as we go along. <laughs> but – um, they've only got two returning starters on the offensive line. Uh, they lost Bo Melton, who was 15th in the Big Ten in receiving. Not that great, but he, he's a good player. He's a good player. Uh, they lost Isaiah Pacheco, who good was running back. good running back in the Big Ten. Um, they only averaged 13.7 games, uh, 13.7 yard. Uh, sorry, points per game last year. Um, I'm undecided here. I don't. I mean, if I'm picking but, one. You guys are forgetting I'll one. You guys are forgetting one very integral thing. The coach is Greg Schiano. That's true. I did write down that. He's a fantastic coach. You saw the way that they played a top twenty team last year in Wake Forest. Who played for the ACC championship in their bowl game, mm-hmm. and they gave them everything they could handle for what a half. About. Yeah. I mean, this team's gonna play hard. They got two good receiver transfers in Sean Ryan from Temple. And Taj Harris from Syracuse. Aaron Crickshank's a good receiver. I don't hate Noah Vadrill at quarterback. I, th- I think he can get the job done win some games. Mm-hmm. Is the talent on the team that good? No. But you get hungry dogs. Hungry oh. dogs will eat more than than a, a prize-fighting dog that is full. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's hard to count. I, I love rooting for teams like this that will play for their teammates, will play for their coach. 
So I probably won't bet it either because Vegas did set a good line. So I got a bit of ahead of myself. <laughs> but I thought you like loved it or something. You I, I'm excited. I would lean the over because I want to root for a team like this. Right. And they do have a tough schedule, but I would love to see Rutgers do well. And I definitely think these guys are going to play hard. Yeah. And how? I mean, their starting safety's name is Ronnie Abdulaziz. That's an amazing name. Can you not root that. for that guy? Yeah. Wow. It's <laughs> uh, moving on to the last team. Man. A lot of people's favorite team to bet on, to be honest. Serious? Bet yeah. unders all year on them. The Wisconsin Badges. Yep. Oh, I think we fought about this one last time. We did. We okay, did. So <clears throat> they won eight regular season games last year. Their line's at eight and a half. Um, my big note here is they're only returning eight overall starters. So uh, is that all, true? That's what my note says. I have that too. Returning eight starters. Whew. Yeah, that's tough. That's why I took I I'm, I think we we had like yeah we talked about this last time you were heavy on Wisconsin right yeah you were over yeah it may have been running you want to know why 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 because they got amazing running backs Braylon Allen Braylon Chaz Allen. Lucy Clemson if, transfer they're a team I feel like if they could just if they could run the ball the whole game they can win like if they can run their offense they can win but you make them pass they're screwed I mean I still think their line's really good Joe Tipman is a Bishop yeah. Wenger. Former top 100 recruit. Shout out. It will be an NFL draft pick. Their O line's still rolling. You got a great O line. You got good tight ends, and you got good running backs at Wisconsin. That's all you need. But you're at Ohio State, Michigan yeah. State, and Iowa. That is true. All on the road. Ohio State. I might even miss one road game. Ohio State, Michigan State, Iowa. Yeah. They'll beat Iowa. Iowa yeah. can't beat Wisconsin for whatever reason. But. I feel like traveling there, you know, that'd be a good game where I don't think they necessarily like blow them out or anything. It'd be like a low-scoring game. I mean, they they're still starting five and one at worst. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I think this is kind of a year that Clem, uh, or almost a Clemson Wisconsin collapses. I'm with Ben. I don't like Mertz. I think Mertz. I can't ever back my biggest thing too that I kind of base a lot of my stuff on is I can't back a bad quarterback. Eight, eight touchdowns and six interceptions last year in the Big Ten. Wow. Gross. We get it. Graham Mertz is not good. Gross. <laughs> um, Disgusting. I'm still leaning the over. Yeah. I think they go 10-2. and two. If I had to put my money on it, which I yeah. don't have yeah, to. No, you don't like, have to. Like Ben's <laughs> free. The best Country. advice Spencer's ever given me is, Austin, I know that you could probably go 65% on every game if you wanted to bet every game, but you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Pick mm-hmm. the best 5-10 to 10 you love, bet them. Yeah. Go 100%. Exactly. That's, that's... not going to happen either, but... <laughs> Um, that that applies here. You don't have to bet yeah. all these. We're just yeah. kind of giving you where we lean on each of them. I would still lean the over. I love Braylon Allen. I'm gonna bet his rushing props probably every week. I was gonna, I was gonna I say we've been kind of playing this game the last couple of teams. Take that money maybe and put it on rushing yeah. props over or touchdowns. First, I would say first half unders. Yeah, Wisconsin's, first quarter unders, first yeah. half unders, grinding oh. clock because they're gonna grind, grind, but grind, grind. We had Braylon Allen. We had his player props against Arizona State in their bowl game last year. I want to oh, say yeah. he ran it like 35 times. Yeah. He's so it's like they here. know Graham Mertz sucks, but yeah, who yeah. cares? They, they have a 245-pound <laughs> yeah. running back. Not fun to tackle in the second half. <clears throat> right. So, yeah. But Ben also makes a great point. I'm looking at this defense, and I'm not recognizing a ton of names. Yeah. So, yeah. bet on Wisconsin at your own risk. Uh, so, we're just wrapping up the teams here. Uh, you guys have a best bet of any of the teams? Uh, IU is mine. Um 
I would say that if we made a graph like we do, I'd say I, yeah. I would say if it's still four and a half, I would agree with you. But now that it's at four, it feels like a risk free bet to me. It does. It does. <laughs> it really, it does. really does. It feels like, hey, you got a hundred dollar free bet. What are you using on? Yeah. And it's like if they get four, they're like they had a good season for them. Like I would say one of my like bets that I'm riding on, but it's not necessarily like my favorite bet. Like it makes me excited would be Minnesota to win that side of the conference. I'm That makes me excited. I agree. Like, I like Minnesota yeah. too, but. My best bet would be Maryland over five and a half. I just don't see any way they don't get this. Love that too. We'll put that on a graph too. We'll put. We'll In my put opinion, if you're only making one bet, that's the yeah. Domain. Oh yeah. Mm, I also love Nebraska. Under that's oh yes, yeah, that's true. forgot that's about that one. Great point, Ben. Because we did say that we really love that one. Nice eye. plus so, money too. Yeah, I know some people are gonna like like I, we've gotten some feedback on our on our last podcast of the NFL futures player props, and everyone's like, oh, how do we bet this? It's kind of up to you, but. Like, for me, I'm looking at our squad rights. What did we all have in common? Which ones do we really love? Yeah. Uh, if we have a squad ride question mark, I'm probably not going to bet it. We might have just been coincidence that we all picked the same. So. Mm. Yep. Or you can, like, follow somebody and bet your favorite person on the podcast. I wouldn't recommend that to be me. You probably do Austin. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, like, they just, like, they just, like, sent you a message and said, hey, I have no clue what's going on here. No, just, like, you know, with our, our futures. Like, one, which ones are so many? There's so many. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, every single one. Like, here. That's yeah, I would nice. I would just maybe maybe comment on it and say which one's your favorite one. Like, yeah. If, yeah. Be specific. Like, if, if you if you only have 20 bucks and you only make want to make one bet, just comment and say, hey, what's your number one favorite bet? And yeah. we'll, we'll comment you. and tell you what our number one yeah. favorite bet is. Or... We're super bored. Like we'll I, I'm doing a unit on all our squad rides and 10 units on IU. That's the player props, I am. I right. love I'll do that on these two, but the player props, I'm like super pumped Me and about. Ben have – we've already invested over thousands on, on these Do not bets. say that out loud. <laughs> well, but uh, we also understand that not everyone's willing to yeah. put that kind of money on stuff. If my girlfriend's so. listening to this, I did not do that. Yeah, yeah I mean – I. Yeah, I made that up, Allie. <laughs> um, but yeah, just if you have any questions, just don't hesitate yeah. to ask. I'm, sh- we're all nice most of the time. Yeah. Um, someone will help you out or give you our thoughts or whatever. For sure. Um, anything else? No. I L L I N I baby. I forgot my sheet, but we actually oh, yeah. on the first podcast we did, we actually did a draft where we took, um, we did a snake draft, and we whoever has the most wins at the end of the year, um, gets a free lunch or something out of yeah. to be determined we'll, we'll upload it do we want to do that again cool. or just want to we'll take the old later. one okay and we'll post just upload it. it and say like this is what we did okay <laughs> this, is what, <laughs> this we did. is what we did well thank you for uh listening to our podcast if you can like share subscribe comment anything right to support your boys if you listen to it reach out to us it's good to hear feedback give us a review as well yeah, yeah. on apple or spotify yeah you can do Any, anywhere both. google yeah um we would greatly appreciate it. Um, and if we help make you money, let us know. I mean, we love hearing that too. Or right on. If we lost you money, say, hey, do better next time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Tell a friend. <laughs>